Now, you don't talk shop around happy hookers. <laughs> that's, that's probably a good bet. They're oh. just blab, blab, blabbing all the time. The sad Shit. ones are like, I'm just going to go home and watch Friends. Because <laughs> you're sad like Ross. There are good movies and there are great movies. Neither of those are what we watch here because this is shitty cinema. Shitty cinema is our therapy because we love movies and hate ourselves. We're four friends who wade through the sewers of Hollywood for movies to make fun of based on our theme this month. I'm Jay, and I'm joined by Dave. Hello. Casey. Hey. And Juice. Yo. (laughs) Casey, what's going on this episode? Tits and tires, which happens to be the theme this month. Uh Movies about fast cars and tig old bitties. This week, we watched Transporter Refuel 2015. Wow, I've never wanted to huff gas more. (laughs) This hurt. Unfair. This hurt. I mean... Dave, tell us a little about this movie. Okay, well, technically, actually, it isn't Transporter 4. It's, <laughs> it is the fourth one. This is Transporter Okay, then Refuel. it's Transporter 4. It's, it's a soft reboot of the Transporter series soft. in that they couldn't afford Jason Statham anymore. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. He's actually notable now, so they rebooted it with Ed Screen. Ed Screen. Ed Screen. We, Screen. We yeah. looked up the pronunciation of this, and I already forgot He's it. so forgettable. <laughs> I think I'm pronouncing it correctly. I might yeah, be wrong. I hope so. Someone will let me know. It's the internet. It's Ajax from Deadpool. Yeah. That guy. Uh, so this is from 2015, uh, the fourth in the series, soft reboot, directed by Camille Delamar, who hasn't really done much else, and a pretty tight 95 minutes. You know, not not a long film. It felt long it in parts. It felt long. We'll get to that. There, there was some dragging. When it wasn't a chasing, it was long. It but was like an interesting trip. I definitely feel like I nailed the theme, at least, in that it's a movie about driving a car full of high-class prostitutes. So hold up. Before we continue... Uh, Dave, we're going to need an elevator pitch. Oh. So. All right. Set me up here. You cinematic just, level check. You just arrived at the top of this beautiful scenic overlook. Ooh. You step pretty. out with your camera Ooh. to take a picture. You forgot that you left your car in ghosting mode. Oh, man. <laughs> it is now rolling toward the cliff. Oh, jeez. And you. Do I have my keys? No, you don't have your keys. Ghosting mode is not a mode that you're supposed to put it in. Oh, I don't no. know why you just drive around with this on, Dave. I paid extra for that, too. It locks the door so what the guys you're supposed to be fighting Drake don't videos. get into your car. I oh. told you not to watch. So He's anyways, so you have 10 seconds before your new Audi A4 rolls itself off the cliff. Ajax does a Jason Statham impression and helps a group of high-class hookers pull off an Ocean's Eleven heist. Six seconds. Wow. And I gave that more time than it needed. And that was You gave that accurate... movie more credit than it deserved. No, no, that was a good... I feel like the veracity of that was fantastic. I mean, uh, that's what we just watched. No, it's More not. or less. It was. Not that. No, that... All right. That is it's what we not. watched. It's well, not. It, I mean, it's less heist and more driving, but... As I spend my last four seconds trying to break my bulletproof windows on the Audi, I don't know why I bought a spy car. I can't... <laughs> I cannot afford the lease on this thing. But I've totally forgotten that, Casey, you have clambered in through the sunroof that I left open. Really should have thought of that. And and like a raccoon, you've trotted all of your groceries. You just look back and she just is crouched in the corner. Eyes wide open. Yeah. Yeah. Trotting all over my leather seats. With your 10 seconds, 
before you die of actually an Oreo overdose on the way down the cliff. I forgot to check my sugar. Give us an elevator pitch for this movie. A blowhard workaholic is saved from monotony by his absent father and a ragtag group of hookers. Six, Six seconds. seconds as well. Wow. Impressive. That's the movie I watched. <laughs> so I'm confused. Does the car blow up or does Casey just like ooze sugar Dave everywhere? is trying to jump in through the moonroof in the last second because he thinks he's more in shape than he is. <laughs> and instead just lands on top of the car and pushes us over a little Ugh. faster and we both die in the cliffs. As someone who recently helped Juice move, you are correct. <laughs> Listen, oh, yeah, that, that car's going twice as fast after I've seen my body after this Christmas. <laughs> okay. I have no regrets. Not our podcast. Dave, why don't you walk us through the movie that shitty cinema watched? Ghost Oof. walk us. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm That'll gonna, be relevant. I'm gonna ghost ride you through this film. All right, all right. David, so, do you love me? <laughs> no, wrong ghost ride. <laughs> <laughs> so Ed Skrine, Ajax, is Frank Martin Jr., uh, a high class transporter with a bitchin' Audi spy car. It's amazing. It's I love fine. it. It's hot. It's it an essay. Like That's a, a hot car. It looked like a Volkswagen. Well, yeah. same, same manufacturer. We, well, but we got the wow. opening scene of the James Bond where he uses his car right. to kick people's ass. He he makes the doors pop open to hit people for him. The windows are bulletproof. It's just a great spy car. He's hanging out in Monaco when his totally not a spy water salesman dad comes no. to see him there. He's totally not He's a spy. definitely not a spy. There's a long, drawn-out conversation no. where they talk about how he was in Afghanistan when the Taliban was there and the fall of the Berlin Wall. No. But he's totally just selling Evie on you guys. And of course. he's not a spy. Those no. Afghanis need a lot of water. And I'm not your real dad. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. So yeah, that's Junior. Frank Martin Sr., who's come to visit his transporter son. Uh, meanwhile, in Monaco, an evil pimp named Karasov. Yeah. Karasov. Kind of like Karasov. He's Russian. That's all Russian. you need to know is he's Russian. Like, yeah. Karasov. He's Russian. He's taken over the local sex trade by just shooting everyone who was previously trading. Yeah, he, he uses the shoot him in the face method, which seems fairly effective. It's pretty effective, it at worked. least in this situation. He's taken over the local sex trade, but he's got a little group of girls that are starting to rebel against him. Yes, and we should label these girls appropriately. Yeah, we called them the Power Ranger prostitutes. <laughs> Jay called them the Power Ranger well, prostitutes. Sure, but the important part is that it accurately describes what we get. That's it pretty much what they describes yeah, your sex fantasy. I mean, I guess that's it's really the most succinct way to really classify them. Yeah. So, yes, sorry, Dave. Yes to you too, Juice. Good. There's a group of four Power Ranger prostitutes who, mm -hmm. three at a time, are going out in identical dresses and blonde wigs and committing crimes and robbing people uh, and with the information they gained working for Karasov. Right, so, Dave. one of the Power Ranger prostitutes hires the transporter, Frank Martin Jr., to drive her and 104 kilograms in two packages away from a bank, which we later find out that that 104 kilos is the other two girls. Ha uh ha. -huh. Uh, but they then. Uh -huh. Yeah, they broke the rules, but they double crossed Frank, kidnapped his dad, and poisoned him, which is a really bitch move. Maybe uh, it's not. Okay. They, they not, not poisoned him? It was fucked up. It was a, it was a okay, thing. Yeah, we eventually find out that they didn't actually poison him, but still, like, he's been totally suave. He's really? spy daddy. You don't need to do that. Uh, so Frank breaks one of the girls into the local hospital where they steal a bunch of drugs. <laughs> 
breaks. That's a great first date. That's a great first date. But yeah, it's such a turn of Frank, phrase. You don't. I broke into the local hospital. Sorry. Right. He breaks a girl into a local hospital where they steal a bunch of drugs. They then take the drugs to a local club and hook it up to the fog machine and knock just everyone out cold. Yes. I miss clubbing. (laughs) (laughs) I do. I want to know where that club is. Uh, Frank gets in some pretty badass fight scenes in the back of the club. Oh, uh, yeah. Including one with a file cabinet, one with an electrical cable, uh, and then he ghost rides his car while beating ass all around it, oh, which is I pretty amazing. Literally that. beating it's ass. so good. I can't wait. Uh, they leave the c- club. They go and rob a criminal on a private plane. Uh, they then jump out and drive out through the airport. And when I say through the airport, I mean they ramped a car into the airport and then drove out. Frank did. Because Frank is a goddamn boss. It's pretty great. It's pretty much a kid playing with Hot Wheels in yeah, all of the yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. car chase scenes of this movie. Uh, at this point, they're done. So Frank Jr. drops the girls off. He takes his dad back to his hotel. His dad is immediately kidnapped by Karasov. Of course. He could say the whole thing. This man had like three minutes of runtime where he wasn't kidnapped. Well, I mean, the first 45 minutes was not really kidnapped, but we'll get into that. Well, yeah. So Frank Jr. goes and picks up the Power Ranger prostitutes. They go to Karasov's yacht. He's like the Green Ranger to them, right? Mm-hmm. Joins yeah. later. Yeah. 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 He'd be the White Ranger by this point. Okay. Yeah. 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 Goodbye. <laughs> Tommy. <laughs> yeah. White Ranger Frank picks up the Power Rangers, goes to Karasov's yacht. Uh, they get his dad back, and the other group of criminals that I kept forgetting was in this movie shows up. Giant fight scene. Everybody dies. It's Frank. the other heads of the Russian gangs. Like, uh, you double-crossed me. You stole all my money. We talk like this in I, Russia. I got to be honest. This They did an admirable job holding it together with fight scenes, but this is where the house of cards just comes down around you. Everybody gets shot. A lot of people get shot. All but one of the prostitutes dies. Frank Spoilers. and his dad get away. <laughs> There's more stuff that happens, but nobody cares anymore. We get three endings or so to the film. Yeah. yeah. I Like, a bunch of people get money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the one that survives sends the parents money. Uh, and is that Peter's out? Yeah. You can skip the last 10 minutes or so of this movie. Yeah, you yeah. might as well. They, they did a whole, this is where they are, what, six months later? Well, we get, oh, we get, months later. We get a, a, a rom-com good, ending, right? So the first ending is the rom-com ending. The second ending is aping the usual suspects. And then the third ending is a feel-good ending. And I don't feel good about that. <laughs> I no. thought it was a shitty knockoff of the usual suspects. I didn't like yeah. anyone, and I n- wanted no one to be happy right. when the curtain dropped. Yeah. I uh, wish you would have just ended it on the first rom-com I one, and I would have I think you need to be yeah. optimistic let there, me, Casey. Let me start on the highest high note. The driving. The driving scenes were fantastic, with the exception of driving through the airport on the tarmac. Through the airport was awesome. The the tarmac was boring as fuck, and I was like, okay, cool, you're in a parking lot. The actual chase scenes in general were passable, but they weren't great, but the stunt work was just... It was so good. The driving was amazing. Frank Jr. goes through the street into a roundabout does donuts and then explodes the fucking lids off of all of the fire hydrants 
washing his car and fucking up everybody yeah. on a motorcycle. It's, it's like, some Ken Block style shit. Yes. It's beautiful. It's great. Yes. It's fucking awesome because he does one loop around and hits them all with his back quarter There's panel. Like six fire hydrants. Why are there so many fire hydrants in this one roundabout? Because fire happens, David, <laughs> and you can never be too prepared. Right. There are a lot they of kids playing with They found where the hell mouth was going to open, yeah. and they're going to spray it closed. Dave, is this... Science cinema? No, it's this not. Is this is no. cinema. It's also not physics cinema right. because we had some engineers with us this evening. They're like, that can't happen. That can't happen. <laughs> that can't happen. <laughs> 50 PSI, the engine would explode. Okay, yeah. Everyone has cancer. That can't happen. The engineers were vehemently complaining about <laughs> Frank ramping up a uh fucking car loader up into one of the it's a stair the, car the, it's this a is stair a, car okay let's say ramps an sure. audi off this a stair isn't an car. airport right well so they're on the tarmac specifically and this this follows up the shitty tarmac scene and frank drives and what does he ramp up he ramps a stair car okay into what casey those arms you walk in to get in the plane <laughs> from the airport i don't know their name yeah, this isn't the fucking loaders. science cinema. Sure. Right. <laughs> yeah. Thank They're, you. So the engineers are complaining, oh, the physics wouldn't support that, and there's tire pressure. And so, I mean, we did postulate maybe there were five, 500-pound people if they jumped, right. right, all at the same time. Would it be able to support it? I don't know. I'm not a scientist. Right. No. But what's important is that I don't give a fuck <laughs> right. because it, it looks was awesome. fucking sweet. Right, right. It looked amazing. That's what I'm saying. It was so good. It's also so why fun. I know the answer to whether why are there so many fire hydrants because it's going to look fucking sweet. Exactly. When he knocks all of them open <laughs> right. and the motorcycles wipe out. Also, I just want to say that's the only way I'm leaving an airport from now on. I need to get to the level of rich to where I can just drunk drive my Audi through the airport, pop out the front doors, and then drive like nothing happened. Yeah. Because if I have that amount of money, I'm only getting blackout on planes forever. I do, however, take issue. Frank Martin Jr. is not baby driver. He's a really shitty transporter driver, actually, because at one point he's running away from the cops after he just helped them rob a bank in a just completely top shelf Audi with black paint. So they got to switch cars. So he pulls in and switches into an identical charcoal gray yeah. Audi. This is a shitty plan. Dave, well, this is GTA rules. Dave, yeah. <laughs> you just hit up the paint and spray. You're right. going to paint it the same right. fucking if color. Spray, if you spray gray, you must throw case away. You know. <laughs> you know. There's a rhyme for every crime. Does Casey that- Cochran, legal advice. Does yes. the charcoal gray one also have like the license plate flippers and the <laughs> awesome door? All How much do. does this dude spend on cars? Also, they all must have fucking C4 strapped to the bottom because right. he blows them up when they're done. Yeah, Maybe? with like a garage door opener. How do you not accidentally set that <laughs> off when you're driving up a fucking tarmac and then jump into an airport? Or getting in epic fistfights. Either way, yeah. yeah. Well, the transporter refueled also does great with cars is let Frank Jr. beat the shit out of people with his door. Yes. Oh, Even remotely, so he pops the remote to beat up a dude with the door. Yeah, he Excuse can make his car me. punch you. I <laughs> don't want a remote car starter for Christmas anymore. Right. I want a remote car puncher for Christmas. Right. I cannot fucking wait to use that at the grocery store. My Honda's got my back, bitch. <laughs> All three of these spots are mine or my car will fucking kill you and and to the movie's continuity credit at one point the door is actually dented really from, yeah I yeah catch that yeah, i'm surprised but, audi allowed that just before he ghost walks the door's dented after he knocks it into the guy so he might have actually wow nailed the dude 
Get it, Does Ed. Does Audi not let their yes. cars get hurt in films? I mean, sometimes, but a lot of the times they're paying for glory shots because, you know, they want them to look good. But, I mean, this Audi is a spy wow. car Audi. You really can't. You can allow it to get beat up. <laughs> what, what did BMW do in Why do you think Spy Daddy wouldn't let him use the Grey Goose vodka on the wound? It's too good of vodka to use for a wound. No, it's <laughs> not. It's Grey Goose. $3 more for Belvedere, you uncultured Right? Cunt. This is for college kids to post on Instagram. It's not Ew. good for drinking. I used to... <laughs> I know this because I used to drink Grey Goose, so I think we all will still drink make Grey Goose. you commercials if you ever want us Grey Goose. Mmm, tastes like watery bird shit. <laughs> <laughs> Goes yeah. down smooth like a we'll, goose turd. We'll throw that in as a as a sub gripe on this movie. It was bought and paid for hard. Yes. Uh, yeah, but only by like three people. So yeah, they were they were pretty not solid too many about people it, wanted this. When but they we were, they it, they slapped you with it. I like watching people be slapped by yes. drawers in the back of nightclubs. Oh, the epic fighting. Oh, oh man. man. The back of the so fight good. club fight scenes were the best and most transportery. Yeah, the, the fight scenes in general were always at least decent. Yeah. Uh, but the first one in the movie is kind of generic, and I was yeah. a little... I love the were Transporter a few, series. It's like that album where there's a few songs that... Yeah, the they're, one they're pretty with solid. all the drawers in the nightclub. Oh, my God. They go into this fight club. He uses an electrical cable for a while, absolutely just whipping the shit out of people and Wait, tying them up. Out of their penises. There, he's choking them. Did you say he goes to a fight club? No, he gets in a fight at a club. Oh, okay, different movie. Club. All right, different I was movie. like, wow, better this, movie. This <laughs> got weird. I'm gonna turn this he, nightclub into a fight club. Frank Jr. goes into the back of this nightclub and is fighting these dudes, and he decided he can't leave these two guys conscious. But you know, he's in a hurry, so he decides to string one guy up by the foot like a fucking rabbit. Throw the <laughs> rope over the rafter and then tie it around another guy's neck. So they're always constantly half dying or choking each other. He's <laughs> like, I wish you would just give me that key. And fortunately for the guy that's hanging by his foot, he got a nasty concussion and is still unconscious. It's been a good 30 or 40 seconds, which from what medical instruction i have which is none at all i hear that's really bad yeah, and me i heard it makes well. you a really foot. good football player so it's fine <laughs> oh, he's yeah. got a great career ahead of not him. our podcast casey what oh. head injuries <laughs> head injuries are definitely not yeah, we podcast. see a lot of them on yeah this but podcast, you don't get though. very far as a footless <laughs> football player let's <laughs> <laughs> be honest moving on <laughs> okay we do though also in that same club get Frank fighting in the hallway. It's a really thin hallway, like a one person can fit down. It's between two cool filing cabinets. And yeah, there's thin yeah, filing a... cabinets on both sides. Yeah, and he proceeds to use the filing cabinets as weapons, opening doors into people's heads. Sometimes catches... two at the same time to yeah. mash their head in the center. Blocking punches or when yes. they catching kick at him, catches feet. their feet with them. And then smashes an... a bowl yeah. down on it. Drops a bow down on it. That's yeah. what's up. Boom. Actually, if you've seen Jackie Chan use a warehouse of refrigerators as a weapon in Rumble in the Bronx. It's basically that scene, but tighter in. Yes. It's really good. It needed to be a lot longer. Agreed. Yeah. But and it's a few more really longer shots. Good. It's super creative. It, it's and a really, lot of fun. They filmed it pretty dang well. It's a creative idea. It's just a wonderful fight scene. And then several minutes later, we get the transporter as hell scene of him ghost riding his car 
while he proceeds to beat the ass of everyone around it. There's, what, eight, nine guys? Yeah. This alone is reason to watch it's this so, movie. Yes. It's so ridiculous. But his car, like, he gets out and his bulletproof Hold spy on. car will follow him while he fights. <laughs> we, need to, we need to really set this up because the transporter and three of the Power Ranger prostitutes had just escaped after the backroom brawl in the club, gotten into the transporter's car, realized that there were a bunch of quote unquote bad guys coming up around. And he says, hey, y'all chill for a second. Don't touch anything. And he puts the car into like (laughs) idle and fucking locks in cruise control like three miles an hour and then puts on auto drive and steps out of the car and the car moves forward as he continues to just beat the living shit out of everybody and the Power Ranger prostitutes are sitting in the car tripping out like what the fuck do we do while he is whooping ass we got a Google car it's so ridiculous it really is just but it's just also it's entertaining and it's fun and then he goes in through the moonroof when he's done (laughs) the Power Ranger prostitutes have no sense of venture or anything the first thing i thought when i saw this like oh my god we could prevent duis from ever happening again (laughs) just set in your gps location hit three miles an hour drive on the shoulder and you get home like make that jeff bezos is that gonna be an uh, you want elon musk (laughs) no i don't he smokes weed (laughs) It will always be programmed to go to Wendy's. I need to go home. Half the reason I'm on probation but, is because of Wendy's. I mean, if I'm at Wendy's already, I might I'm as well. I'm banned order. from this Wendy's, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Find me another Wendy's. You mean Elon Musk. No, I don't want Elon Musk. It's never Elon. So gross. Looks like a human fish. Unless you want to sponsor us at Shitty Cinema, then we would love to we talk. Love human yeah. fish shiz. I'll get, a, I'll get a cab, though, a human cab. If you want to send over a couple Teslas, we can make this work. No, I don't want those either. I'll just get a cab. I don't want anything he's made. Nothing. Do you think he personally made it? I don't I even think, care how close he is. I think he would at least once send it to Wendy's. <laughs> I do not want this. Ugh. Anyway, if I were those hookers, I would definitely be thinking of all the great things this could be They're doing. They're Power Ranger prostitutes, Listen, Casey. these Power Ranger prostitutes were all pretty smoking hot question I, they, mark? They, they were attractive no, sure. here's the they problem they fulfilled the tits role of tits entire- the tits oh, yes yeah. but Casey's not great. one not one sex worker in this film <laughs> had an ass all of their like asses look like they hadn't like testicles that hadn't dropped yet they were oh. <laughs> just how do you know what that looks I like I do not like that mental image but is it wrong <laughs> I gotta be honest, I don't have any mental picture of what stuff looked like back then. Google I'm a little it. disturbed you do. <laughs> Absolutely <it>. not. <laughs> Absolutely know, not, just... and I'm changing the password to my phone <laughs> right now. All of the sex workers in this film had absolutely no ass at all. Mm-hmm. Is this a European thing? Is this a Russian I think so. thing? You Can really we classify a whole general people by one transporter movie? <laughs> 
Well, we're going that, to it. You know what I heard? That, that is the philosophical question of the ages. <laughs> I agree. European women don't have asses. Yeah, that's right. They all just go up. But they tried to show them off like they did. That was they what can really wipe on me. a carpet just like a dog. One of, <laughs> one of the opening scenes that and we had do. was literally them just softly shaking their asses. What we have already described as oh. sad stripping. Sad stripping. Oh, it was, it was a clear lot instance of sad, sad stripping. stripping. That was on month. the boat. That was on the boat. That the was boat the boat was dope. That was the very first scene on the boat where all of the Russian bosses are sitting around talking, and all we get is Russian boss on one side. Girls ass dancing on the other. We should be clear. These aren't the Power Ranger prostitutes. These no, are just, just average some random prostitutes. These others. are four random... Some other random sex workers. These are do, Power Ranger prostitutes in training. Do criminals often openly discuss their crimes around sad hookers? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. Can we not judge all they're criminal depressed. organizations it's based off like, of one movie? They're not calling their parents and checking in. They're sad. <laughs> when you're sad, you don't want to talk to anybody. Anyway, the Power Ranger prostitutes do pull off some pretty awesome ocean shit a few times. It's yes. so the burned needlessly bodies. convoluted. Sure, yeah, but they so they go to a hotel room. They set up Karasov as the murderer of this by bringing in a dead prostitute's body and yeah. killing two people, and then they burn the bitch to the ground. Yeah, which I still I don't get that one. So they no 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 no. no. Don't think about it, Dave. This is shitty cinema. <laughs> it was just fun shit. If yeah, you think about fair. it, don't think about it. If you think it. about it, that's it falls fair. apart. This was like, and this is a transporter movie, so I doubly shouldn't be thinking about it. Because we're like eight minutes in and it's already falling apart. But I'm curious, Dave. What What are we... I guess, so, like, they, we have, they watch security footage of two hookers walking in there and they're like, oh, but there's a body there. <laughs> so, like, we already know another one got out. Two hookers enter. One, one hooker, hooker leaves. Two hookers enter. One hooker leaves. That would have been a way better Transporter movie. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Listen. We need to write movies. Why are we not writing movies? Shitty cinema. We're going to start writing movies. Listen, I read Frank Sr.'s diary. You know what he said? <laughs> he was getting all up in that non-ass having European pussy. Frank Sr. was my favorite character in this Frank movie. Frank Sr. had to swim to the butt several times <laughs> in this film because he was just trying to knock down every hooker that came at him. Yeah. No, not just hookers. Spy Daddy gets kidnapped like six minutes in on this movie by a team of Power Ranger prostitutes. And when Frank Jr. shows up, his reaction is, honestly, this isn't even the first time this happened. <laughs> <laughs> and he's on a couch drinking beer. No, Watching football, right? Yeah. It's it's a really casual situation. Blatantly he was flirting. drinking beer. Oh, he yeah. was drinking vodka at one point. He's getting drunk with these Russian hookers. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and Watching smooching football on them. and smooching on them, yeah. mouth kissing even. I know. Eventually pulling down a menage a trois. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Which Frank Jr. seems oddly happy about his dad bagging a pair of high class hookers. Hey, you know, I nothing makes me happier than he seeing my dad. He also had just right. bagged a high class hooker. <laughs> he, he, he was just like, oh my God. You he know, might honestly, be my real dad. If I if I walked into a room, saw my dad with three hookers on the bed, I would smile and then promptly leave the room. Right. Would that you smile? That speaks to a lot of Jesus psychology smile. I didn't want to know anything about. And then I would run and jump and be like, Dog! <laughs> Dave, Get over here, tiger. 
Have you ever gotten even a mid-class hooker for your dad? I, you know, maybe that's where I'm going wrong. Like, dad, I need to you really You have me stored in you. your phone. No <laughs> <laughs> fuck, dude. I always thought it would have been me. Oh. <laughs> fuck you. Oh, man. So awkward. Dad also thought it was always going to be me. You don't make mid-class. Listen, Frank Sr. may have been into threesomes, but you know what he wasn't into? The Three Musketeers, because he only fucked two out of four. He only <laughs> fucked two out of four. That's half the group. Well, what? One of the remaining two, his son was hooking up with at the same time. Ah, oh, I just realized they're in a warehouse that has nothing but like chain link fences uh-huh. between them. They yeah. absolutely <laughs> hurt each other. Fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you remember the part where Frank Jr. walks by and sees his dad in bed with the two girls and right. looks and stops for a moment? And then immediately goes across the hall and, and starts hooking up with another right. one. Yeah, yeah. They hurt each other. You've Duh. heard the echoes in those You warehouses. know what your dad's vinegar strokes sound like. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Frank Sr. is a quiet man. <laughs> well, I mean... Ed Scrine is a great actor. I, is, <laughs> I just wanted I like to see your cackle. dad shift in. Uh, Those words hey. just came out of your mouth. No, he no. wasn't. Yeah, but it's captured <clears throat> forever. So this this is the guy who did three episodes of Game of Thrones, and then they just replaced the actor rather than killing off the character. Wow. And that says something. Wow. Did he really? Yeah. That's... It, was, it was an important enough character. They had to keep him around, but they still recast him. Wow. Uh, other than that in this, the only thing I've seen him in is the first Dead. Deadpool as Ajax. Yeah. And he was fine in that, but he was also an actor. Actually, lines though. It was more grunting and like mostly. You got to talk, don't you? <laughs> is, is that what Ajax sounds like? Yeah, that's what Ed Skrein sounds like. I think I you're mean... still thinking of the <laughs> old guys in Britain that make crime rap. No. Yeah, because I, I got. I, I agree with that. Like, I got more. Do one, do one, do one. You could go do one. All right, so Casey. Riding out on that now, after 95 minutes of The Transporter Refueled, starring Ed Skrine, the big question is, would you watch it again? Well, Transporter Refueled was one of the best documentaries on Russia I've ever seen. <laughs> I learned so much. Wait, wasn't it set in Monaco? But, but they were the all Russian But the main characters, okay, there were gotcha. more Russians than anyone else. I feel like I learned so much about the Russian people. Like, every woman is a hooker. They don't have butts, and they cannot <laughs> dance. Uh, Transporter 4 is what I'm calling it forever. was very slow moving. It was like driving in a city. It was actually 23 minutes we were into the movie before any driving occurred. This is a driving movie. You're going to take 23 minutes to tell me about your fucking plot? I have to say I would not watch this again. <laughs> Dave, I'm upset with you that you've watched it more than once. Juice, would you watch this again? The Transporter 4, or not the Transporter 4, refueled. <laughs> it was good. I can't say that it was better than any of the other Transporters. And in light of that, I think that... No. No, I, I, w- I would still watch it again. <laughs> oh, you're such a bad man. Yeah, there, there's no way I could not go back. I will watch the other Transporters. I would rather watch another Transporter. The, That's yeah. a great point. But it doesn't mean that I'm not going to not want to watch this one again. I would definitely sit down and watch this again. Jay, how about you? You going to watch this again? 
I will definitely watch the transporter refueled again yeah. as well. Listen, really? the, the the fire hydrant scene where he spins around and knocks all of the fire hydrants loose and floods it is beautiful. The fight scene where he ghost walks it is gorgeous. The fight scene before that where he fights inside the back of the club is awesome and violent and fun. Yeah, it's slow and Ed Screen is boring. It's the kind of movie that I put on, I might do something else, and when I hear the action bits going off, I pay attention because I had a good time with it. So yes, I would watch The Transporter Refueled again. Here is the question that we all know the answer to, but Dave, would you watch it again? <laughs> oh, God, yes. Ah, ah, yeah. yeah. And I'm not, you're not wrong at all. The plot. <laughs> Google the, I'd rather just Google the good scenes. The plot of this movie is just complicated garbage and oh, they yeah. spend way too long on the talky bits between them and they just don't need it and they could cut a lot of that down but then the movie would be like 45 minutes that would be okay they really could have done better but it's got a few fight scenes in it and some car chase scenes in it that you can tell they really wanted to make a transporter movie and they did a pretty goddamn good job of it so i will absolutely again probably tonight <laughs> end up going on YouTube and watching the fight scenes I liked again. And I I would watch other transporters first, but I will come back and watch this yeah. one again and I'll yeah. still have fun watching him ramp a car through an airport. Dave, let's do a transporter thon. <laughs> we need to do this. All right, guys. That was three out of four. I think that's pretty good. Dave, congratulations on bringing a wonderful movie this Go week. Go ahead and leave me out of you that invitation of your transporter Palooza. Oh, Transporter Palooza. How would you not want to at least watch the first three? They're fantastic. I Okay, the first three. This one I would only watch YouTube highlights. Mm. Anyway, onward and upward. We are done with tits and tires. Mm, and I think we need... Hurts. You know what happens after tits and tires, boys and girls? Unholy matrimonies. Uh, What's that about, Casey? Yeah, I'm Unholy actually... matrimonies are two things that should never have been together that are being forced together probably for commercial success question mark commercial that. success plus blank equals success question mark that seems like a field rife with shitty cinema so think, era, think aliens versus predator things of that you know what i'm talking about oh, okay okay yeah yeah i got you now so next week i'm bringing king kong versus godzilla from 1962 Ooh. one of my absolute favorites Love it. Two great franchises being dry humped together in a rubber suit for your pleasure. 1962 should be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good year. It's Is a it? good year. Good fucking year. So on that note, dream of me in a rubber suit yelling at you. Somebody's Let's... gonna now. <laughs> Not in the way you think. Let's close the door and kick down the building and call it a night. Bye-bye.